Your time to shine is here. <laughs> For what? Your time to shine? Are what you is, ready? What is this podcast going to be about? Today's podcast is... I don't know. I don't know. I don't have time for this. Maybe it should be time. Hmm. What is time? What is it for? How does it benefit us? How does it hurt us? Should we have it at all? That should be the idea. Sorry. Speechless. <laughs> Give him the Oscar already. Right. <laughs> so I I, already. What was the theme about again? I feel like I was in one of those Discovery Channels uh, <laughs> episodes, you know, about time, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> time through space or something. Time through space. There you go. That's exactly right. Time <laughs> through space. So, what is time? What is time? That is the question. Abiola, what do you think time is? I think it's just our perception. Um, and I see it also as a like measuring system. But yeah, I think it's relative because, I mean, if, uh, if you're anxious, you might feel time like slower. Like compressing right? down, yeah. Fun, time goes faster, so... Uh-huh. Mm. That's yeah. a really good point. Mm. That's really cool. I've always thought of just as a measurement. Like, uh, just the time itself, you know, like, I, I do feel like that. Like, I do recall on those moments where, you know, you, you're having a good time and then time flies and mm-hmm. then sometimes you just want to leave work and... Yeah. It doesn't, it does not yeah, go it by. It extends. Five minutes takes three hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it, to me, the, when I think about time, it's always just time, like mm. the, the concept of keeping track of time. Like it's, mm. as a the measurement, so, measuring. So it's a measuring, measuring device, yeah. yeah. So what's interesting, like when you're talking about like compression or extension of time, like say when you're, when you're bored, could it be that time extends because you're not in danger? What's that? Oh, you need this? So, so if, it, if it extends and you're bored, it's because maybe you're safe. And if you're safe, then you don't have to worry about things that can kill you. So you want to be as long as possible in that space. It extends. So it extends as long as possible. When you're safe. When you're safe. But when it compresses, it's when you're in danger. So like, have you ever had a moment when you're like out of control, like in a roller coaster or you're driving and you're in an accident it seems like it happens so quickly mm-hmm. but you're very aware of everything that's going on and you make decisions in milliseconds like right. quick so time is very fast because the decisions that you make immediately are going to be 
whether you live or die, maybe, in those cases. But in the other case, if it extends, extends then it's because well, you're fine, you know? It's like you don't know what to do, but it's at least it's not killing you, so we want to stay there as long as possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I also think that it could be because you're not in flow. Right? Mm. You're not doing something that you really like, so you're just standing there, like, and that's why, also. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're in an euphoric mode, like um, when you're happy or really happy, having a good time, when you're really sad or in a bad place, or, or when, when you're in danger, th- those are the moments where time or that feeling of time goes fast. Goes faster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's when you're comfortable and when time is it's not as fast you know mm-hmm. yeah we do tend to forget about time though I do realize yeah. that because we're com- I'm comfortable with most of my my time but sometimes when I look back at our life it's like oh shit like went by really fast went by fast you yeah know, like, I like that idea that Fabiola was talking about like the flow state is like it's when you're completely present in the moment, so it's not compressing, it's not speeding up, it's like at its ultimate perception. It's almost like in between the two. So it's like time ceases to exist at all because you're completely involved in whatever it is that you're doing at a level that you're not even conscious of. So then time is absent altogether. So it's in the perfect state of being. Mm. Wow, that's mm. amazing. That's pretty neat, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the flow state. Can we do a podcast about that? Yeah. <laughs> we should go back and reference that. Yeah, I really like that subject. Yeah, that's a cool subject. But we're still seeing time as a measurement form. Like, yeah. even even when you're saying that time compresses or it expands, it's still we're still measuring it. It's still a tool for measurement. So how... So I the, guess I guess my question is, what would happen if we had no time hmm. as a form of measurement, the concept of measuring? Yeah, if it didn't matter at all. How would how would we how would it feel different? That perception. Hmm. It's a good question. We might not have that much anxiety. I feel because we wouldn't have to be in places at a certain time, or we wouldn't be stressed about what's gonna happen in one year two years three years because everything is just a right mesh. but it'll be it'll you be, are everything and everything is you at that yeah. point it'll be day and day and day like that no light eventually no like that's what it would come down to like so think of it like this it would be okay well like as humans when do we know that time ceases to exist at least as we know it and I suspect it's death because time as we know it ends and if time is a measurement and we need it for patterning and measurement if we leave time then we become everything and nothing at the same time (laughs) and I can't even use time in that word I mean in that phrase because then you're part of everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you have no patterning towards it. You just are it and nothing at the same time. Yeah. Would that also apply when you're sleeping? It's like you mm. sense you, you no time. sense of time. Yeah. yeah. Completely. Yeah. 
So if that's the case, are you closer to the infinite through sleep? If you lose sense of time and infinity is beyond time, could be. then you would be closer to it. Maybe not all the way, but kind of. Yeah, for sure. I do believe too. that you are more receptive to other kind of energies that you're not when you're conscious, awake. I don't understand that much, like what's what really happens there. But I do believe that one could get more receptive when you're sleeping. That's a cool idea. That's a cool way of seeing it because it's, it's if when you're in those states like you're saying where time dissolves then you're in union with the infinite and if you're in union with the infinite then it potentially that's the origins of where we come from because it's like like you come out of that and then you create time then you're kind of moving outside of that mm -hmm. and you exist outside of that for a time and then you start to curate practices and maybe even death <laughs> you move back towards that infinite mm -hmm. where you're outside of time and time doesn't exist at all but how can that be while being conscious because in sleeping i mean i don't remember what i sleep how i sleep you know like mm -hmm. what's it's like what's consciousness at that point yeah is it is it connected to time or is it outside of it I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You guys are getting pretty deep, man. <laughs> this is heavy, man. <laughs> I got time for this. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> but those are good questions. Yeah, I think they're the basic questions that we have as humans. Hmm. I <laughs> at the same time, hmm. <laughs> I wonder. Who came up with time? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it kind of goes back like before with the podcast we were talking about. It's like, how did we come up with language and how did we um, come up with time or art or music or those things? And I think the answer is what we talked about before. It's a form of measurement. And it was a strategy that we were using to survive. Because, say, for example, in a primitive situation, if you're in um, a position where you have to strategize to catch an animal, you have to say to the other person, be here at this specific point in infinity. <laughs> you're like, well, what does that mean? Well, it means mas o menos from here to here. If the sun is like between the hill and the top of the sky when it's like right there be at this rock <laughs> and then I'll know you're there and I'll push the animal that way and then you help me catch it mm -hmm. so it's like then you start to use points to measure so that you can eat yeah. and you can't you could do it by yourself but it's much better when you do it with somebody else so it's a means of communication to place you in space, in infinitude. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? We all have the same mm -hmm. 
time in common? Like, are we all in the same time? Because mm. we... That's hard. On the clock, we are. Yeah. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, please elaborate in which way. <laughs> Let me see. Like, um, I think I understand. But go ahead. I don't even understand myself. <laughs> no, but like... It's kind of like colors, right? If time is um, a way to be here, like present, what's your time? Is your time different than my time? Like, are, are you being, you could very well not be present here, you know, like, but still the same time or? Mm. I'm not making sense. No, no, you're making sense. It's it's like kind of like colors, right? Like we always say, it's like, well, my I say that's red, but my red might not be your right. red. So we see so, a different so, so the time perspective. Yeah, I, I suspect I suspect that the time is the same way. I think each one of our conceptions of time is different. But I think that we have a dialogue and we agree on the best, worst way so we both understand that that is time. So we say this number with the little tail on it means between the mountain and the top of the sky, the sun is going to be right here. Mm -hmm. You cool with that? And then you say, yeah, that's that makes sense. So we both agree that that's good enough, and then we call it six or we call it nine. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then we measure based on that yeah. that symbol. Yeah, but I think it's it comes down to it being a personal experience or a personal perspective. Mm-hmm. But in order for us to coordinate, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I guess, like, um, maybe I was thinking about something else, about um, what Jose was saying, but, um, yeah, like, everyone has a different level of consciousness. Yeah. And also, like, time, the concept of time, it's, it's an invention, right? So, it's like, how come we started counting the years, like, it's been 20... Uh, 2021 20, years yeah like, who decided that like right. who did manipulate that? it yeah and personally like each one of us i think that we do manipulate our time to adjust to our needs or whatever we yeah need. like for instance like jose wakes up super early in the morning to go to the gym because that's what what works for him so his, his conception time, of he's time, awake yeah. at that time and i'm still sleeping you know it's like different yeah you're in different places yeah. That's really cool. That's really interesting. It's it's amazing that we're that that our conception of time is so different between the individuals, but that we are able to coordinate in a universal definition of it, even if it's not true, but we say, "Hey, this is going to be what we all agree to as being this amount of time or this measure of time." And we say, yeah, that's about right. And we're okay with it. We're, we're enough alike to agree with that. Yeah. But I think in, in the deeper sense, it is different, completely different, possibly. Right. So I, like if I was inside you, I wouldn't even understand because it would be so different. Mm. It'd be weird, like a dream almost. Like it would be like, what the hell? Like, whoa, Fabiola's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sleeps all the time. <laughs> Because <laughs> you can feel a certain age, or you can feel a certain type type of way. I don't know. Like, mm. so it would be really weird. Yeah. <laughs> the age is interesting because it's like how much of 
age is a, a concept that we create based on a false definition of time and how much of it is actual atrophy or actual degradation of being on earth for so long. You know what I mean? It's just like, because like in Western society, we define like what's old, you know, and we have this idea. But there's plenty of examples of people who do things beyond the, what seems like normal. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, an, an, an 80-year-old running a marathon or lifting a bunch of weights and then he's ripped. You know what I mean? And you see him on Instagram all the time. It's like, whoa, that 80-year-old is ripped. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you do that? You're like, he's his conception of time is not defined by that ideal. Mm -hmm. And if he succumbed to that ideal, it would be detrimental to him. He would probably die, maybe. Mm -hmm. And being count contrary to that, he, it might give him survival. It might give him longevity because he pursues something outside of that conception of time because it's like it's made up anyway. Mm -hmm. We made it up, you know, in yeah. a sense, I think. Which leads me to another question I'll throw it to, to you guys is like, is time made up? Or is it part of the greater reality? I want to say it's made up. It's made up. I feel and the same not, way. It's, and it's not a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I tend to, I think I agree, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't give me any anxiety that we made it up. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just interesting because I, I find it interesting. Well, what are those universal truths? Like we can say pain. You know, of course, some of us feel pain at different levels. But we all agree that we all feel pain of some kind. Either, you know, a laceration or um, just frustration or anxiety or whatever it is we all feel some form of pain or death you know we all at this point we haven't figured out how to not die so we all are going to die so it seems like time is not in that category I think it's more of a tool more, yeah, yeah. I, I think the same way mm -hmm. I think I might change that tomorrow but <laughs> <laughs> when I think when I think about that <laughs> How much time do you think we have? <laughs> time left? Time left. Hmm. Do you ever think about that? Do I think about how much time I have left? Yes. If you want to get going, figure out how much time you have left and do the math. And that will make you understand how you need to get to doing what you want to do. Because you really don't have that much of infinity to, you know, work with. And then you're back in the infinite yeah. <laughs> or outside of infinity. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good reminder, but we have to be careful to not get too attached to that idea that we're going to die someday. Because hmm. that could ruin things that we don't. How? Because you would be leaving afraid if you don't get to the point to embrace it and just let it go and be it happy. It happens if you have yeah. 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 
Well, it's more it's it's more in how you see it, right? Yeah. Like the way I like to look at it is, it's not a fear of dying; it's an understanding of, of that you're gonna die, mm-hmm. and being okay with it, and visiting that concept often makes it more common so there's less anxiety towards that realistic idea or the reality that it is going to happen because it's like I don't know I saw a really cool art piece and it was um, it was like a little a little guy and he's sitting next to death and death has his arm around him and what that said to me is like if death is your friend, when he comes inevitably, you'll be glad to see him because it's just like an old friend coming to visit you. You know what I mean? And it's it's not that scary when death is your friend. You know what I mean? I see him more like a f- him or her or whatever. Um, you put a face to it? I put a face to it. I, I call him him, whatever, but it could be her. Um, but like in like an actual phase, like the, can you picture it? Can you draw? Could you draw it? Yeah, and I'd probably really? draw it, draw it in the classic way. You know what I mean, with the fucking hood and the skeleton and stuff like that. Because oh, okay. I like that kind of stuff. But but that's I, a pretty cool image of that. I think I, that's pretty cool. I mean, I it's mean, just like spot on. Yeah, I mean, it's like find like it. yeah. yeah, find the terrifying thing that you're afraid of. That, you know, it's gonna take you away. It's like uh, he's definitely gonna wear a black hood. Like you know what I mean. Um, but I, I don't know. I just like the the more the more I'm conscious of it, then the more I understand it, and the better I know it, the less fear I have towards it. You know what I mean? And it's like, and I mean, I'm still human. I'm gonna be scared to fucking die. I don't know what's gonna happen. You know, so I, still seems like I'd be scared for sure. But my strategy is to understand that it is gonna happen. But be nice to know what it feels like being outside of time like what is it I mean I probably I probably won't even know because it's not gonna be the way I understand now Mm -hmm. who knows maybe you wouldn't Hmm? you wouldn't want to be back I suspect that I won't want to be back I really believe that that's the case (laughs) But I don't know. Do you believe in that? That pe- people that are... That are... Uh, I guess, like in a coma, or or they actually kind of died by a heart attack or something and came back to life, or... Do you think they, they visited a different time, a different place? In those few minutes, seconds, or whatever it is? What do you think? I don't know if I understood correctly, like... Like a near experience. death experience. Near that, like you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, basically. if I think that's real. Like it, yeah. Did it, they go somewhere? Yeah, I do think that, but I don't think that every single person remembers that. Mm. It's it's a very few Usually people a, that. Like a dream, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's like the angels and trumpets and shit like that but yeah. it's like it's just a feeling yeah I, 
I suspect that it would be like that, but I don't know. That's what I think. I don't know. <laughs> what do you believe? <laughs> Here's my thing, like, I know I have a good understanding that it's inevitable, right? Mm -hmm. It's gonna happen, we're all gonna die. So I really, I really accept it, and I don't really question it. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I don't really think beyond that. Like mm -hmm. it's gonna happen when it happens. Really, like I mean that's no need to worry to, about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've never really given it more time, more or time to really be conscious about it. I guess or what would happen or mm -hmm. what it would feel like. You know, like. So that's good. I mean, I feel... I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Does that mean that you're not as scared of it? Not for myself, no. Mm -hmm. I sure wouldn't want it on people that I love. You know, like, I right. it's not something that I want to experience or see. Yeah. Or, but at the same time, it's something that no one can, can right. control. Yeah. Exactly. But I'm not... I know it's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's I'm not terrified by it either. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not scared. I'm not scared about it. So I, I don't know. In that case, I think it's good that you don't think about it if you don't have a reason to think about mm -hmm. it. Right? It'd be cool to know what it's like, though. <laughs> Before being there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, I guess that's my thing. It's like, maybe it's my darker self, is that when I did experience that from a loved one's perspective, It, it changed my, my way of looking at death. And it brought me a consciousness that maybe I didn't even want, but I, but I got it anyway. But it, what I found was because I started to experience it, I experienced it several times in succession, unfortunately. And each time I experienced it, it became more commonplace which is a terrible thing to make common. But I started to understand that it was like, it is something that, that we all experience and it is something that's natural. So just like anything else, if I'm, a, if I'm conscious of it and make myself aware of it more often, then it becomes more common <laughs> and then I can then I can digest it mm -hmm. in, a, in a way. There's nothing common about death at all. It should never be common. But, but if you could make it as, as uh, normal as possible, then it doesn't seem so, like something that shouldn't be happening to you. Mm -hmm. It's like, of course it's happening to you. You're going to die. It's like, yeah, yeah, you, you can handle it. You're going to die. So it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's what humans do. They die. So it's not like you don't die. And I think that a lot of times in our culture, we're taught that you should do everything possible not to die. Now, I'm not trying to die, but if I'm dying, then of course I'm going to die. You know what I mean? If it's right now or tomorrow, well, that's not up to me. But it's like, but when it does happen, it's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Not dying? <laughs> um, that's the, here, here. That's where I think where I agree with Fabiola when she brought her up early uh, about 
that's where thinking about time and time ending maybe I'm mixing it but like it's not too good or not good to think about it I don't know what you were talking maybe somewhere else, like before this podcast I don't know but like if you're already in agreement that you're gonna die and you're facing a situation where you're in a hospital and, and you have the ability to to not give up on life, you know, like you find some energy inside of you to to make it through, I guess. I don't know, maybe you lost a lot of blood, who knows, you know, like mm-hmm. you really can help yourself survive besides the doctors and whatever they can do, right? But if you're already approaching it, well, I'm going to die. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. It's like, what I'm saying, it's like, it's exactly what what you're proposing. It's like, give yourself every opportunity to live. Uh Fight for every single breath that you can. Because you are needed. Until you're In this. But if it's inevitable, you know, and you're given a terminal... That makes sense. Like, okay. like situation and it says, okay, well, you got six months and you don't ask yourself, it's like, well, why, why me? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, of course you, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's what happens to humans. But yeah, if you're in a situation, you know, and I think you owe it to reality to fight for every bit of life that you have, you have. left, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you owe it to those, those people who depend on you and then outside of that to continue to be, but but I think sometimes, sometimes we fight unnecessarily, you know what I mean? Because I think that there's times where it's just like, like, you're not, your quality of life is is not good, you know right. what I mean? And it's like, if you have a loved one and they're just like on a respirator, That's you're like, true. well, what kind of, that's uh, technically she's alive or he's alive, but yeah. it's just like. But who wants to fucking live like a vegetable? You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. what kind of life is that? Mm-hmm. It's like, let it go. It's supposed to. You're supposed to die. Let it die. Mm-hmm. You know, let them die with well, dignity. A lot, you a know lot of the I mean? times it's not up yeah. to them. No, it's not up to them. But but the person but should the person. put themselves in that perspective. Because they owe it to that person to make that decision for them. Yeah. To let them go. And if you yeah, have a so. good relationship with death, then you'll let that go. And that's for their benefit. You know what I mean? Right. I think a lot of times we make decisions like that from a selfish perspective. Right. And it doesn't benefit that person. Like people do it with their dogs all the time. It's like they try to keep them alive and they're all messed up. And it's just like, it's <clears throat> like we're, we're temporary. You know what I mean? We do everything that we can to survive. Everything, thing, everything possible. But sometimes the outcome is the outcome. Mm-hmm. And there's no need to fight it. You know what I mean? And it's just... You know, but it's a balance, right? Like you don't want to just say, "Ah, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm let ready. it go." You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's like that's not what I meant at all. Okay. It's like I agree with you 100. percent It's just like <laughs> I don't want to die. I'm gonna fucking. That's why I work out because I think it's gonna save me. But I probably get a heart attack and die anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That's what I predict. I'm gonna be working out and have a heart attack and die. So. It all com- it all comes down to dying. Like time is, time is the the time is <laughs> redundant, but like till you die, essentially, because that's your time. That's your the amount of time you have until eventually, if you believe in something else or yeah. I think it's just like the period of time in which you perceive time. 
because then you die and you don't perceive like that kind of stuff because you're at, at a different speed or you're in a different else. state yeah yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a, sure, like, this is for us humans, but how do dogs perceive time, for instance, or a fly, like, what the Like, heck? who who came up with the dog years, seven years, and, mm. or eight? Maybe it's just the... Dogs, a, seven years. Yeah, it's like, like seven. Depends on the size of the dog, but it's just kind of... I don't know, I just think it's kind of like humans. It's like, well, the average human mm. lives about this much time, you know what I mean? And we have that measure, right? So it's like... Like, for sure, dogs don't live beyond this measure, <laughs> you know? Right. So we say seven, mm. and then we call it, that's yeah. about the life of a dog. But right? I meant that, like, how is it that 85 years for a human equals, I don't know, 14 years of a dog? Like, in that way, how does a dog perceive time? Like, do mm. they perceive it faster because they're growing and learning faster? Quicker, and yeah. yeah. That's a very interesting question. I suspect yes, but I, I think that we will never be able to, even if we could get into a dog, I don't think that we would even understand it because it would be so out of our way of thinking that we can't even begin to comprehend it. You know, a lot of people would say that. It's like, I would love to be in my dog's perspective to see what, I, what, what I'm saying or what are they saying. You're like, even if you could, you wouldn't understand because you're so inherently human that when you went into the dog, it would just be, blah, 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 you know. My dog's fucking weird. You're like, Fabiola's weird. Like, you know, being in her head, she just like sleeps all the time. And I don't know. She's hungry. I don't, I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Are you hungry? <laughs> I don't got time for this. I'm telling you. <laughs> I think I think the sun is in between the top and the bottom of the mountain. So, what do you think? You what? So so let's conclude. So what what have we learned, or what we can have we come to conclusion about time? Time is money, baby. Time is money. Time is money. That's right. Conclusion about time. I think it's just a lot of different things depending on what are you, what are you talking about. Yeah, it's kind of hard to summarize. Yeah. Well, I mean, I from what I got out of it was that that it's a tool for for defining ourselves in space or infinity, right? Um, each one of our conce our conceptions of time is potentially different we, we have dialogues to define a universal definition of what time is mm -hmm. but that's imperfect so we shouldn't use that as the ultimate like uh, definition of time so maybe the argument is that we should have continual dialogues to redefine what is time depending on how things change Maybe we redefine what is hmm. the current definition of time. Um, that would change a lot of things. Yeah, it would change a lot of things. I mean, like you're saying, like in the past, people perceived time differently because they weren't in a hurry for anything. They didn't. They didn't need to get to meetings and stuff. They just 
needed to catch an animal or dig a hole and plant some plants, you know yeah. what I mean, and eat. Mm-hmm. So, um, so those are kind of some of the things that I gathered from it, which was really interesting. Yay. <laughs> oh, the last one was that I probably couldn't understand your conception of time, even if I went into your body mm-hmm. or to another being's mm-hmm. body. I suspect that I wouldn't even Not immediately. It. Not immediately. Yeah, maybe I get used to it. And I kind of like we're Fabiola. Hu- this works out. We're human enough to like it. understand Fabiola. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody understands Fabiola. Yeah, not even pretty, from the inside. This is pretty weird. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> Why are y'all ganging up on me? <laughs> we're, we're cutting your head off after this and we're going to get inside her. <laughs> we're going to figure this thing out. <laughs> Just kidding. We're just cutting our arms off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a that's a good place to stop. Do you think? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Figured something out there. No, I think. I think it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Right. You made it this far. <laughs> I know. Thanks. We'll that, was a, that was a a little bit odd, but oh oh well. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay. Good night. Bye.